okay, oh my gosh, so <laughs> I was thinking to come on here and talk about the, the Scorpio new moon and I was asked to talk about psychedelics tonight. It's not the night for that, I've determined. Anyway, I was all stoked to come on here and, and you know, riff on a little bit of astrology and talk about discernment and, you know, the current climate with things opening back up. And it's likely I'll still get to that, but something has come up in the meantime. <laughs> and I'm currently opening up my Instagram to find the interaction. There was a post. And I don't, I don't engage. I don't feed the trolls as a general rule. Most of the time I'm, I just don't want to put my energy into it. You know, this one called to me. <laughs> it's a meme and it's an interview and it's talking about how there is a, a luxury tax on menstrual goods in 40 different states. Meaning tampons, pads, and it says other menstrual goods. That's verbatim what it says. And the point that the woman then makes is, I don't know anyone who has a period who thinks it's a luxury. And I commented and I said, I think it's a luxury and I don't use that toxic shit. <laughs> that was not, pop not, not a popular response. It was not well received. The first comment says, how is it a luxury? <laughs> I said, it makes me a woman and being a woman is a luxury. The next commenter, another person said, not being able to move, not being able to move due to cramps is not a luxury to me, mate. Women that can't afford menstrual products that are in education literally miss out on their education because of it. Period poverty is very real. It's not a luxury. I get it. Let me, let me give a little bit of context and say, I, I fully understand. I fully see the problem that we face. In fact, I see it so fully that my perspective is quite different than this commenter. Uh, this <laughs> Daisy Doodle Pops. <laughs> okay. Much love, sister. Much love. I'm, I'm sincerely, sincerely. I said, I understand. It's not the period that causes this, meaning, you know, the missing out on the education. It's society's stories about it, the shaming of it, and the general culture around women, being a woman, in general. It's much bigger than the period. We should, and in parentheses, saying that should very intentionally, we should be able to bleed and take a week off for it. We need to create a culture where this is how we operate and the respect we give to women and girls. In the meantime, I will continue to model what it looks like to be proud to bleed and what it looks like to heal from crippling cramps through upgraded understanding of my body and upgrading my relationship to my body without apology and without compromisation. And her response was, look, great for you, but I want to be able to go about my life on my period and so does literally everyone else. <laughs> I get it, sister. I used to think this way. <laughs> I said, I respect, I respect what you say. <laughs> I said, I respect what you say you want, but you cannot speak for anybody but yourself. Let others speak their truth. She said, look, mate, a lot of us are ashamed of periods because we're taught 
we're taught to be. I don't disagree, but I don't want to have to take any I don't want to have to take time off my education for it. I want to be able to go about my life and one person saying everything should for everyone should free bleed and stay home isn't helping anyone. And I said, no one said anything about free bleeding. No one said anything about stopping education. I said, societal reform, reform of expectations. It's bigger than you're seeing it. She said, okay, nice. Well, you do you, but I'm going to stay living my life on my period. And my point here is that I live my life on my period too. And then she made, and, and I said that and just left it there. And she, she said, she wrote another comment, which is a little bit nonsensical, um, or I'm telling myself it's nonsensical because I don't like the way that I interpret it. She says, I'm aware you have to, or else you probably wouldn't make enough money to live, but you, but you don't want to, I do. And my interpretation of, of her, well, my first guess, it's all a guess, right? My first guess is that she's just not, she's not being clear. She's triggered. She's probably typing this on her phone. She's not fully paying attention. She's not putting intention in, and, um, consciousness into her language and the way that she uses it. And then my second guess is that she is assuming that I'm broke or that I, um, I'm not making enough money to live because she wrote, you have to, or else you probably wouldn't make enough money to live. Right. And this was in response to my comment, which was, I live my life on my period too. She said, you have to, or else you probably wouldn't make enough money to live, but you don't want to, I do. And this is that really linear patriarchal perspective, really limited um, and can't see outside of the realm of probability and the, uh, you know, the, the 3D physical world. And I understand. I didn't respond and I didn't feel I needed to. Someone else just commented and this made me laugh. It literally made me laugh. And they wrote in quotations, it makes being it makes me a woman and being a woman is a luxury. And they wrote, I just cringed and I think Satan died. <laughs> and if I'm being honest, I I get it. Like I really get it. Sometimes I say shit that I'm like I know I believe it and I know it's my truth. And I'm like, this will not be well received. <laughs> and, you know, I can't compromise it. I won't compromise it. It is, you know, the compromisation that really fucks everything up and really limits us. And we spend too much time doing that. And actually, you know, as I'm talking about this theme of womanhood... I do believe being a woman is a luxury. I believe being a man is a luxury too. Being human is a luxury. It's uncomfortable. You know, at times it's extremely painful. It's dense, it's heavy. But being a woman is a special kind of gift. And as a woman, if, if you can't see that, you know, I empathize because it took me a really long time to get here. It took me a really long time to embrace the bleeding and all of the all of what comes with being a human woman the first step of that years ago was shifting my mindset around what it even meant to be or means to be a woman and 
determining that, you know, I had been clinging to my girlhood and at 32 recognizing that I needed, I needed to shift and start acting like a woman, start acting like an adult. (laughs) And, you know, really, really beginning to understand and, and see very, very, very plainly, very clearly that because of the views of, you know, the society that we exist in, because of what we're taught and the, the value that we place over, um, we value the beauty of youth over the wisdom that comes with age. And especially for women. Men are absolutely held to another standard. We all know that. And um, and so we cling to our immaturities. We cling to the things that we think make us younger. And make us less likely to die. You know, because if we're getting older, we are most likely, in most cases, getting closer to death. And that in itself is a a visceral feeling until it's addressed. And so we idolize certain traits and certain characteristics physically and emotionally, mentally, that really mess up the perspective that we have about what it means to be a woman and and wanting to be a woman as opposed to wanting to you know stay in that that youthful girlishness and men do this too um and that's a whole whole different show i think because it's to a different degree it's for a different reason right it looks different we all we all can identify that i'm sure So, for me, the moment that I gave myself permission, and actually let me be, um, let me be extremely clear. It was not me who first gave myself permission. It was the man that I was dating. I had never dated anyone like him before, and meaning someone who actually had integrity. I'd just never seen it. I, not only had I not dated somebody with it, but I had never seen it in another person. And... You know, I was extremely triggered. Um, And he, by his very nature and by some of the things that he said throughout the time that we dated, really showed me that the real value is in womanhood. Because he valued it so highly and he saw it in a way that inspired me and empowered me and made me really understand that I can and frankly should stand in my power. In fact, all I ever wanted was to be attractive. <laughs> I'm, I'm articulating this out loud for and maybe consciously having this thought for the first time. All I ever really wanted was to be attractive and I spent so much time and energy and on resources and you know, I worked in the beauty industry for, for years and years and years. 
so that I would have access to the the knowledge and the products and the lifestyle and the this and the the status or you know illusion of status that came with that life because I wanted to be more attractive I wanted people to like me I wanted people to love me I wanted to have power through that but I was extremely immature I mean not really by society's standards, but by my standards, I was extremely immature. I was manipulative and bitchy uh, because it could be because I was cute. And at, you know, there is a, an absolute privilege with that. I took full, full advantage because it gave me a lot of reasons to cop out. It gave me a lot of, um, it was just power, power. But it was not the right kind of power. And this man that I was dating really um, sparked a new awareness in me, a new understanding that, in fact, the power and the magnetism and the, the true attractiveness comes with maturity. It comes with integrity. It only comes from integrity. After you, once you have seen this, you can never unsee it. You can never come back from it. Everything else is on the surface. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful. Okay, so let me get back to this thing with the, the you know, developing and like loving our womanhood. And I, I see this with my clients. I see this with my friends. I've, I've ex obviously experienced this myself. We... <laughs> We fight it, we want it so badly. It brings up a lot of stuff. It needs to bring up a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff to deal with. All right, so I totally lost my train of thought. I had to come back. <laughs> I promised digressive rambling. I'll get better, I'll get better. I mean, I'm already like, I'm the best. I love, I love my presentation style. It will get more powerful. It won't change, I'm sure of that. It, it's the gift. It will only get more powerful. Let me be clear, that's what I mean by better. So once I gave myself permission to grow the fuck up, everything changed, everything changed. And throughout you know, these years since that moment, I've done the work of shedding and up-leveling and growing and expanding, you know, my capacity, expanding my consciousness, my awareness, and stripping it down and learning to love being a woman, learning to love my body and my sexuality and my sensuality and my power and for me, that's where the, that is where the true luxury comes in. Being a woman is beautiful. It's sexy and it's delicious and it's fun and it is powerful. We are, we are the source of creation, right? That is the power that we hold in our womb. And it is extremely beautiful when you learn to embrace this and learn to embody it and stop 
holding value for the superficial surface level version of likable that we are sold. <laughs> I know, you know, there's there's so, so, so much around this and I will always be talking about this as a woman. I, I feel that it is my duty to model this and to talk about this. I mean, and to preach about it over and over and over and over again until everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. And I also recognize that, you know, I'm not going to change anybody's mind with my words. And this is a general, general life rule. So, you know, receive this, please. We don't change anybody's minds with our words. We only change people's minds through our integrity. And our words are part of that. The way that we speak is, is a piece of that puzzle. But it is not just that. It's our energy. It's our projection. And our projection comes as an output of our integrity and how whole we are, how present in the moment we are, any moment. How clear our field is, how clear we are. So what else was I going to talk about tonight there's been a lot going on for me a lot going on I mean there's a lot going on for all of us right it's a really um, interesting time to say the least the season for me these seasons have been dragging out long seasons the winter was long and it was intense. I have had 